It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You are listening to the Music Mondays with Mazement podcast. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. For more information, go to musicmondayspodcast.com. In this episode, we are going to talk about the new Elvis biopic that just came out, as well as what Brazil is doing to music piracy in the industry. Dua Lipa sued once again the Sunset Fest, a festival I'm co-hosting in August, as well as introducing you to an all-new artist on call with Ali Burke from Long Island. Don't go anywhere. Here it is, an all-new episode. What's going on, music heads? Here we are for another episode of the Music Mondays with Mazement podcast. I am your host, Mazement. And in this episode, as you heard, there's some exciting things, as well as a new guest and an all-new artist on call. Her name is Allie Burke. I'll tell you all about her right before she comes on in a bit. Before any of that, let's get into a fact. Music Mondays, music facts. Elvis still holds the record for the most top 40 hits with 114. Music Monday's music fair. So about a decade or so ago, maybe a little bit over that, I went to Graceland with my brother for the first time, which was Elvis's house. They turned it into a museum now. And it's, uh, you know, like the centerpiece for everything to do with Elvis in Memphis, Tennessee. So... Now a movie's out. So when we were walking around and stuff, I was like kind of looking around. I was like, why hasn't there been a huge movie or anything about Elvis? It kind of shocked me. You know, all these years, I'm like, why is there nothing about Elvis? You know, there's stuff about Johnny Cash. There's a movie about him. There's a movie about so many different people, even like Richie Valens, who didn't have the stardom that Elvis had, has his own movie, you know? But like, I mean, I guess Elvis and Nixon was the biggest one that stood out all these years, but... There was none solely about Elvis and his story that I, you know, that stood out to me at least. So finally one is here now and so far has decent ratings. Like I think it has like an 89 or something like that on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, the Elvis biopic is now here. It stars Austin Butler, who plays Elvis, has Tom Hanks, who plays the infamous music manager, Colonel Tom Parker, as well as a few others. Now, 
I can't wait to see it. I haven't seen it yet. The reason I'm bringing it up is it's finally here. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, it's not like I'm sitting here twiddling my thumbs waiting for an Elvis movie, but you'd figure one of the greatest rock and roll legends of all time should have his own biopic that gets the attention that others do. So it's great. It's here. Um, box office numbers are pretty substantial, so seems like it's actually going to be, or it seems like it is actually a great movie. So go check it out if you haven't already. It should be in theaters right now. Otherwise, get it where you can watch it on demand. Music piracy has been a thing since I was a teenager, uh, probably early 2000s. And probably in the 90s, obviously, when I didn't know what was going on, there was a lot of it in the physical realm as well. But digitally, early 2000s, I noticed the most of it. And it seemed like the music industry was doing little by little to do different things legally to you know take action against it. Well... Brazil stepped up and they're doing something. They're taking actions now. I think they even tackled like nine different illegal piracy sites. The U.S. and U.K. are rumored to be teamed up with them in the investigation and stuff. But it is great to see that other countries are stepping up to the plate and hopefully becoming a uh, influence over other countries that need, you know, illegal piracy to go away, especially the United States with the music industry how it is i mean artists aren't making close to what they should be making now anyways so let's get rid of you know the the bootleggers and everything like that out there great to hear brazil's stepping up can't wait to hear more about that but as last i knew they shut down like nine sites and i think they're still moving on it's just i think it's a lot of like different sophisticated sites that have like hidden ip addresses that are hard to track or something like that i was reading into it a little bit but Either way, the bright side is they're getting taken down. Hopefully more of it comes to show. And hopefully this is, you know, a um, step in the right direction for, for musicians to make the money that they should be making right now. I've been a fan of Dua Lipa ever since she started out. I've touted her name on this podcast many times in the past. Before she hit the mainstream, I knew she was going to make it. She was very talented. And now her name has been brought up, I think, twice in one year, at least twice in lawsuits. And the first one I mentioned a few episodes ago where she was getting sued because of a sample or a chorus she wrote in a song resembled another song, something like that. Um, I don't know if it was directly related to her or a songwriter on her song. Either way, uh, that was a few months ago. Now, this new one is she's getting sued for posting pictures to Instagram. This interested me because... A lot of artists don't realize this happens. I mean, I didn't really know the specifics about it, but what happened basically is the photographer who took the picture legally owns the copyright to that picture, whether it's of Dua Lipa or not. Dua Lipa does not own the copyright of that picture unless she signs something that says so. In this case, she didn't. Photographer owns the picture. So that way, when she posted Instagram without the photographer's approval, boom, copyright infringement. Now the photographer wants to get paid extra for that or whatever. I don't know the specifics of it, but it is kind of a it is kind of a crazy law. You know, you wouldn't think like if you're booking a photo shoot, like if I pay a photographer a photo or if I pay a photographer to do a photo shoot of me, I would think that I own those photos. But legally, the copyright law says the author of that art, which would be the photographer, owns that copyright right off the bat unless something's signed that says that they don't. So make sure if you're an artist out there or you're somebody that books photo shoots, make sure you get some sort of agreement written up ahead of time that, you know, has your back. You would think that a major label or a major artist like Dua Lipa would have had that in place. I don't know. Like I said, don't know the specifics, but take whatever defense against that that you can. Crazy story. Many other things have been happening over this month. So make sure you tune in to whatever music sites you get your news. 
Another thing that, you know, just happened was the Roe versus Wade landmark decision got overturned, which is causing a lot of controversy, really messed up. You know, right when you think that you take 10 steps forward in this country, something like this happens and pulls you back. And it's just it's insane, you know, and the bright side to it is you see a lot of different celebrities coming forward and making charitable donations to different organizations that need you know, assistance at these times. Like I think Lizzo donated like a million dollars to Planned Parenthood, which is amazing, you know, but that's the bright side of this situation, I think, is that there are still some states that are making it legal to an extent in those states and that you do have these celebrities and these people with a lot of money um, able to, you know, be charitable and help out and uh, to people that are in need of different services regarding this topic. The best thing that could happen now is that these protests that are happening nationwide are going to make an impact and somehow make this go back into a a court ruling. I mean, but I don't know. It's just it's tough to say right now. It's almost like it just happened to become a topic come election time. So that way they'd have something to argue about. I don't know. It's it's all, you know, it's, it's stupid why they even overturned it. It disgusts me and many others that I know. But hopefully we can move forward from this and see a positive light on the other side of this. So I mentioned it a few episodes ago, this festival I'm co-hosting called Sunset Fest. It's going to be in Canaan, Connecticut on August 7th from 12 to 4. It's in memory of a great friend of mine. I teamed up with a few other friends of hers as well as her family members to host this arts and crafts type fest with some music and excitement because she was a very artistic and talented individual. Be sure to check this festival out. Look it up online at thesunsetfest.com. Look it up on the socials at the same handle. Please attend if you can. Please do whatever you can to help. It's going to be a great day. You know, our goal for that day is to do whatever we can to make it a fun and exciting day in her memory. You don't want to miss it. If you can make it that day, it's on August 7th from 12 to 4 in Canaan, Connecticut. For any additional details of how you can help or how you can attend, check out thesunsetfest.com. Also, hit us up on the socials at the same handle, The Sunset Fest. As of right now, we're fully booked on music, but reach out to me if you have somebody you'd like to recommend just in case a slot does open up. Shoot me an email at alex at thesunsetfest.com. I look forward to hearing from you either way. Otherwise, I look forward to seeing you on August 7th as well as the rest of us. I have another exciting announcement, but we're going to save this other one for the end of the episode. Before I introduce you to Allie Burke, we'll be right back. Rotella Resale is your premier collectibles, toys, and novelty retailer. Action figures and statues by Funko, NECA, DC, Marvel, and more. Diecast vehicles by First Gear, Diecast Masters, Greenlight, and those hard-to-find models. Rotella Resale offers Zippo lighters, rock t-shirts, and toys from all the major brands. All merchandise is brand new and ready to ship. Shop now and receive free shipping on every order. Enter promo code VIDEO at checkout for 20% off your entire order. Visit RotellaResale.com. That's R-O-T-E-L-L-A-R-E-S-A-L-E.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. As promised, I'm bringing on singer-songwriter Allie Burke from Long Island, New York. She is a very talented artist that I can't wait for you to meet and hear. She just released a single. In this interview, you're going to hear her say that she's releasing a single next week. We recorded this two weeks ago. So the single's already out. Just came out a few days ago on Friday. The single is called 19 through 20. Be sure to go check it out on all the digital streaming platforms. We get to listen to another one of her songs on this segment. Don't miss it. Here it is, an all-new Artist on Call. Artist on Call. Artist on Call. We are here with Allie Burke from Long Island. How are you, Allie? I'm so good. How are you? I'm great. And I love your sound. I love everything you got going on. What have you been up to lately? Uh, Thank you, number one. And uh, lately, I have been super busy, um, constantly in the studio, in rehearsals. I've been getting ready for a couple of shows that I'm doing in Long Island. We're shooting a music video next week. We have a new song coming out next week. So my life has been super busy, but I love every second of it. I could imagine, you know, and like I was just telling you before we started recording, I love how you have a music video for every one of your releases that I've seen so far. So do you find that to be like a big aspect, a very important aspect to your songs is the visual? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I know personally, like I love visual. I'm a very visual person and I feel like I'm a very big person where when I'm writing songs, I'm telling a story. So no matter like kind of what the visual is, even if it's just a video of me standing there singing like you can see the emotion through kind of what I'm saying and I feel like it just lets the listener know and like see the emotion like really raw and of course like tells a story like in some of my videos absolutely absolutely now how much how yeah how much of of the production do you become a part of during the recording process do you have any say in that Um, I am totally hands-on with the entire production I work very closely with my creative director my videographer my producer, I am there for every single step of the way, every single beat of the song, every cut of the video. I'm like, I don't like this. Let's try this angle. Let's do the choreo this way instead of that way. Like, I'm very hands-on, and especially because it's my vision. So it's so cool to see it come to life. And my team is awesome, and I love working with them. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've been impressed, you know, and I, I love what I'm hearing, love what I'm seeing. The momentum is going. Like, how long have you been doing this for? Like, you're 21 now, correct? I'm 21. I'll be 22 in October, but nice. I'm professionally recording music since I'm 13. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. And like, what influenced that at a young age? So when I was growing up, like ever since I was like two, three years old, I used to do like Elvis karaoke in my living room. And my dad would like kind of give me the microphone and I he would want to record me. And I'd be like, no, 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 like, don't record me. And then there was just one day that I just like hit the spark and I was like, get the camera. I'm ready to go. And I grew up, you know, like watching like Hannah Montana and like a whole bunch of like people like that. And when I was growing up, I started doing off Broadway things and I did like it, but I did realize that it wasn't kind of like my sweet spot in the sense of that's what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And when I was around like 12, 13, I started going on the internet because that's when the age when like social media was like kind of coming together and I was just like I'm going to find a recording studio and I'm going to make this my life and I found a recording studio 
It's the same one that I still go to to this day. Um, it's called the Lock Sound Studio out here on Long Island. And I was like, Dad, like we have to go here. And he sent an email and the rest is history. That's amazing. You know, and I've I'm affiliated with one studio out there in Long Island. It's uh Kylum Productions. So shout out to Gaetano there. Um, that's a great studio as well. I love that whole, you know, the scenery out there. Long Island's sick because you have a little bit of everything. You know, if you, you're not you're in you're in kind of the city, but like the ocean's right there if you want to just he- head out to the beach, you know. So I dig it. Now you have like over 30 songs recorded and everything, like you must have a lot on the back burner, right? Like there's like, you must have like a lot that you're like, Oh, I wanted to finish this, but it didn't get done. Am am I right about that? I have so many songs on the back burner. And if my producer, one of my producers is watching this, like they'll be like, I know exactly what she's talking about because every time we finish a song, I'm just such a perfectionist. And I'm like, Oh, like I want to hold on to it for a little bit longer. (laughs) I don't want to like, let's change it. Or I'll literally finish it. And then I'll go into the studio next week and be like, erase all of it. Like, let's do it again. (laughs) That type of person where I'm so particular about what I release. But these next releases that I have coming up, I'm so excited about. I I condone that 100%. You know, taking your time with stuff. Like, I've said it on this podcast before. I've rushed projects out. You know, any artist that's signed to me now, I, like, make sure I'm working with them very closely, like you're doing, you know, and take your time because... Once it's out there, it's out there. You know, it's a big, important thing. Oh, like a, a lot of people, a lot of artists nowadays are getting that thing stuck in their head where they're like, where they're like, oh, I have to have a song out every week, one song a week. It's like, yes and no. I mean, I'd rather record, you know, 52 songs a year ahead of time and then release them rather than, you know, it's like, is that kind of something that you do? You make sure you're, you're planning releases way ahead? Um, It's very like spur of the moment so like the song that i'm releasing at the next literally next week oh my gosh it's so weird to say um the song that i'm releasing next week i recorded back in october oh, so wow. I'm holding on to it for some time um but then you know my previous single that i had which is the unknown i recorded that i think in august so like i hit the burner on that one right away I was oh that's like, amazing oh so it's like really really dependent on like how I'm feeling like I guess in that season of my life I like this past like few months like I had like a whole bunch of stuff that like I was going through personally and I kind of like didn't have my head in the space of like okay like this is exactly what I want so I wanted to wait until I kind of like moved out of that headspace to be like this is the song this is the video this is the concept the idea the choreography like and now I'm like fully like full speed ahead so i'm really happy and grateful that i waited because you know sometimes if you do things when you're not in like the perfect state of mind you're gonna like wind up regretting it and i never regret anything with my music but it is something like that i think long and hard about like i changed my mind like 20 times i'm so indecisive yeah you know what though you have the right mentality you're proactive you know and like in a way it's i'm kind of excited to see where you end up you know, because it's it's like you're in this, you have this sound to you right now, which I love because, but I've mixed hip hop with EDM type stuff like that. So I love EDM and I hear a lot of that with your music. So I'm like, okay, yeah. But I also heard like um, a little like country twang in certain songs where you're singing and stuff. And I'm like, wow, it's like she could really do any genre. So it's almost like I, I'm curious to see where you're going to be in 10 years. You know, you could be in a totally different genre. <laughs> now, is that something you see yourself doing kind of exploring different areas? 
mean, I love all styles of music and there's not like kind of a style where I, I would ever like kind of deny trying, I want to say is the word. I mean, I think it's just kind of like where my life takes me and, you know, the things that I go through, the things that I want to write about and the kind of things that just come out of me as an artist. And it, you know, it all comes down to also like the people you surround yourself with. You know, if I get the opportunity to work with an amazing country producer and they're like, hey, like this might not be your style, but why don't you try it? I'm going to try it. Absolutely. Very one of those people that's like pretty much open to anything. So I guess we'll see where the world, the music world has to take me. Right. No, and that's awesome to have an open mind to see where it's going to go. Because look at, look at like, even like you're, you're coming up in an awesome generation too. Like I only have 10 years on you, but like your generation, like it's so funny to see what advantages different generations have. You know, like you said, like, oh, when I was younger, like the internet, this and that. Like when I was younger, the internet was like kind of getting there, you know, it wasn't really huge yet. So like you, there was no YouTube. We were downloading music videos, you know, put them on hard drives and stuff. So it's just like, it's so cool. It's almost like an advantage you have because you're ahead of the curve. You know, there's so much innovation coming out now and you're ahead of it because you're seeing it all happen as it's happening and you're ready for it. You know, when it, when it was happening for me, I was like, what's going on? Hold on, come on. <laughs> I was like, it was all so new, you know? So that's an advantage you have. And I totally respect that. And the one song that I can't wait to hear, and I'm going to play it right here for everybody. I want to hear more about, tell me a little bit about The Unknown. Yeah. So The Unknown was just released past October. Um, a fun fact about that is on my 21st birthday, I got to play the House of Blues and perform that song live. Like literally, it was the first time I performed it live since it came out. And it was just like such like an exhilarating feeling. That song I wrote with my producer and I was just like, I just want to feel good party song. And he was like, well, what do you want it to be about? And I was like, I literally don't know. And he's like, okay, so as we were kind of coming up with ideas and I was like, but what if it's literally about like, you don't know what's going to happen next. Like you're like, life is the unknown because you never know what's going to happen today, tomorrow, in an hour and a minute from now, you know? So as we were like kind of coming up with the idea and getting like the chords and the chorus together, it really came together to this really, really cool like dance beat, which could also be really cool in some like EDM remixes, which I think is like a really cool opportunity that I would love to explore. Um, but I'm super proud of it. I love it. The music video, I uh, helped direct like so much. The people who worked on that were amazing. So shout out to all of them. I had my dancers in it and we had such a good time. And it's honestly one of my favorite videos to date. So I'm really excited for you to hear it. I can't wait to hear it. So you heard it here. We're going to listen to The Unknown by Ali Burke. This song is already available on all major digital streaming platforms. You can find the music video on YouTube in which we're going to play right here. If you're watching this on YouTube or you'll hear it on the audio versions of this podcast, we're going to get right into this song with Ali Burke. And then we're going to get right back to talking about music with her. Don't go anywhere. It's right here. You can tell by the look in her eyes that your girls have one hell of a night. What you don't know won't hurt you. I don't want to alert you. You could ask, but I don't want to tell. That right now, yeah, I'm hurting like hell. There's like no 
was The Unknown by Ali Burke. Like I said, you could find that song everywhere on YouTube, all the major digital streaming platforms, wherever you need to hear it. It was dope. I loved it. Thank you. What's your experience with music video? Like everyone, it's not even like I have, I've met a lot of artists over time, you know, as I'm sure you have too, but like the artists I met, like you see music video qualities all over the place. You'll hear like, you'll see like, oh, they record this video in their closet because of this budget and that budget they record here like all of your videos are consistent in quality and production like how did that happen like do you have like a video background did you go to school for this or anything uh no personally i did not definitely not tech savvy at all i have honestly an incredible team of people that have helped me um over the years all of my videos have been done by some incredible incredible uh, directors and videographers that I've had the chance and the pleasure to work with. I'm so grateful that I have. And uh, the same videographers that have been doing some of my other videos will actually be doing my next music video. So I'm super excited. But no, yeah, I'm just very thankful that I get to work with such talented people. But I take absolutely no credit because I have no technology knowledge. Yes, you know, but the one thing I could say you're nailing and you're obviously doing it unintentionally is the consistency, you know, with the branding. And obviously this goes to your team, too. So, you know, credit to them. But like, I've always seen progression, you know, with artists, you know, different artists come on here and you're like, okay, you could tell that one was back when they started or this was back then. Like yours are pretty consistent. It's like, okay, when was this one? Like, oh, my God, this was a year ago or this was two years ago. It's like, oh, my God, you know, you wouldn't even know. Because it matches up to everything, and it's awesome. I dig that. Now, who were some of your biggest influences? Like, hearing your songs now, obviously, like I said, you're kind of all over the place with, you know, genres or whatever. Who were some of your biggest influences growing up? So, growing up, definitely Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana was, like, my number one. I had, like, Hannah Montana lunchbox, toothbrush, you name it. Like, I was, like, avid fan 
Um, and then as I was kind of getting older, I loved Fifth Harmony. Um, Camila Cabello is still like one of my biggest inspirations. Um, she's so awesome. I actually got the opportunity to meet her a few times, which is awesome. And she's just so, one of those people that's so humble and so down to earth where it's like, you know, like it is possible to do all of these things and still just be such a nice human. You know, a lot of people like with label celebrities or singers or, you know, even people of my caliber, that's not, you know, I might not be playing Madison Square Garden right now, but I'm still trying. And it's not like a thing where I think I'm better than this one or better than that one. You know, like I'm one of those people that's so big into like artist supporting artists. Like if I see like one of the people from my studio having a show, like I'll make sure to comment. I'll make sure to share. Like I'm one of those people that really just loves music and loves the whole energy around it. And she really gave off that vibe, which is another reason why she's someone that inspires me so much. And, you know, as time goes on, Ariana Grande, um, Tate McRae is someone that I think my style is very similar to. Um, we're around the same age, think about it, kind of the same things. Um, and, you know, all these, I love like Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, Olivia Rodrigo, all those people. So. That's so dope. And it's so funny how you're talking about like the support system like that, you know, um, for the longest time, I hated record labels, you know, and I worked in the industry. It's just I always hated them because I just felt like it was unfair to artists. Well, it then came time, you know, that I was like, OK, I have all the resources to start a label, but I've always hated labels. So I, why would I start a label? You know, but then I'm like, right. why don't I start a label that's fair to the artist? You know, and it, the reason I mentioned this is because it seems like we're in a time right now where artists are becoming more collaborative rather than more competitive, you know, yeah. like it comes back to the generational type thing. You know, when, when I was starting out and everything, it was competitive, you know? And I mean, I started in New York, just like you, you know, I was in, um, in Midtown. And so now everything seems a lot more collaborative. And I like another thing I admire about you, you know, that's so cool to hear that, you know, cause there are still the artists out there nowadays that are like, Oh no, I'm not like, screw that. They're competition. I'm not doing it. You know, but being supportive is the best because obviously, like, you know, networking is key here. For you know? sure. So being that those are your influences, if you had to pick one of all time, what is like your favorite song? Like even to this day, you've been listening to it since you were young or whatever that you're like, I love this song. This will be with me forever. A song that I think will always stick with me. Um, I actually haven't listened to it in a while, but something that she sang in like the third grade talent show or second grade talent show one of those and it's called the climb by miley cyrus and my grandma and me always used to like sing that song and she was always saying like she's like you have to listen to the words and it's like you know there's always going to be an uphill battle like you're always going to have to lose like there's it's life isn't perfect and life is a climb and i think you know as i'm growing up and you know even in everyday life still you know, everything is like a roller coaster and it's a constant climb, you know? And I think that song is so beautiful and it portrays it so well. And I think that will always have a lot of meaning to me for the rest of my life. And it's so funny how there's timeless songs like that, that can just hold on. You can hold on yeah. to forever, you know? For sure. Speaking of that though, speaking of timeless songs, there was one of yours that I heard that I was like, oh my God, this song could totally be listened to in so many different environments by so many different people and it was your song playstation and it has crazy amount of streams so obviously it's popular yeah. now that being said 
are you a gamer or was that just kind of like a, a song you just thought of? So I'm not a gamer. Um, <laughs> the story behind it's actually kind of funny. So I wrote that song in, I want to say 11th or 12th grade. And I was sitting in my classroom during class and I just was like, I put, I was going through like, you know, like a high school, like he loves me. He loves me now kind of thing. <laughs> and what I thought was love, obviously. And um, I turned to my friend. And I'm like complaining. And I'm like, I just can't believe this. And I turned to my friend and I'm like, he's playing me like a game. Mm. And that just sparked something in my head. And I was like, okay. And I took the notebook that I was writing my notes in for class. And I wrote PlayStation top to bottom in that class. And I was just like, da, 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 da. Like, just like writing in my head. And then I was like, what could I call this? And I was like, what is something that like is a game that is relatable that could be a place? So like a PlayStation could be a place, but it's also a gaming console. So it's like, you have me in this PlayStation. Like, whereas just like, I'm like being played just like the game. That's so dope. Like, cause I, I was like, it actually goes to say, like, I was, I was like, oh, you can play it in so many different places, you know? But like I all I only thought there was one story behind it that I was like thinking of. Like the fact that you said that, there's so many different meanings to the song. That's so cool. Yeah. And so if you haven't heard PlayStation by Ali Burke, go check it out. Very popular song on all major digital streaming platforms. Now, don't want to keep you here all night. So I will say there's one more question, and it's what do you have going on this summer? This summer is so exciting. Um so next week, I drop my new single called 19 through 20. That's going to be the kickoff of my summer musical adventure. Um, I'm super excited. We're filming the music video on the day that it's coming out, which is going to be so fun. I'm so excited. And that's going to be coming out super soon. I'm going to be performing at a bunch of restaurants on Long Island. Um, so if you're in the Long Island area, make sure to go follow my social media to see where I'm performing, when I'm performing, and to make sure to come down. And my big thing that I have right now that it's coming up super soon is I'm opening for one of the Backstreet Boys on July 15th at Stereo Garden in Patchogue. The AJ McLean of the Backstreet Boys, I'll be opening for him, which I'm so excited about. Um, In August, I'll be in California performing on the main stage at the uh, Orange County Fair. Super excited about that. And I have a bunch more stuff in the works, things that aren't confirmed yet, but will be. So make sure to keep updated and stay on the lookout. And where you can do that is her link tree slash Allie Burke. And that's A-L-I-B-E-R-K-E. So go find her everywhere. You can find her on the socials as well at the same name. Go find her. Go follow her. Go listen to her. Go support her wherever you can. Thanks again for coming on. And I can't wait to hear more from you soon. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun. Like I said, don't forget to go check out 19 through 20 on all major digital streaming platforms by Ali Burke. And that's A-L-I-B-E-R-K-E. And my exciting news, I can't wait to share with you. If you've been paying attention to socials and everything, you would have noticed it already. But if not, the band Corey Riemann and the Dilemma Band signed to 
Rise Up Entertainment is releasing their debut single called Sweet Woman. And it is coming out on July 1st to all major digital streaming platforms. You got to hear this song. If you don't remember them, they came out a few years ago as one of the first artists on calls in 2018, I believe it was. And I'm most likely. And you're going to see at least Corey come back on within the next month for the next episode of this podcast as well. So be sure to tune in for that. Check out Sweet Woman when it comes out. If you want early access, shoot me an email at musicmondays at mazement.co. I will hook you up with whatever merch you want, as well as check out the song. Either way, I can't wait to hear from you. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on the song. Sweet Woman by Corey Reeman and the Dilemma Band coming out July 1st. Don't miss it. And just like that, this episode is over. And hope you guys have a great month of July. And I will see you at the end of the month, right back here with another episode. Until then, 